0: Everyone, Amanda Grace here with you. We have a lot to get into. Uh, this is going to be pretty deep, so buckle up for this one. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I have some really special gifts that people sent. There's two and I want to show it to you, and then we're going to get into what we're talking about today. So I just want to say Hello to our moderators and our Ark of Grace team. Hello to everybody in the United States and around the world that's watching. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. So I'm going to open up in prayer and then we're going to begin. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up, far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise due to your precious holy name. Lord, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son Jesus Christ to the earth, Yeshua HaMashiach. He was the word become flesh. He dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary. He purchased us on the cross by the shedding of his blood. And after he was buried, he rose again in three days, appeared to many, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. And we declare Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we honor that sacrifice before you this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we invite your presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit through Rock Hakadesh. To fill this place, Lord, that the weight of your glory would fall and saturate the atmosphere, that the power of your presence would move. Father, lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel my power in the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority over every plot scheme, contract, assignment, weaponry, blueprint, attack, and strategy. And censorship and harm that the enemy and interference that the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, unclean spirits, puppets, and agents of the enemy and the like would attempt against us, against this broadcast, Lord, against the ministry, against any and all parts of it, Father God. Lord, we just rebuke it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come in and be dismantled, destroyed, nullified, voided, disarmed, bound in the name of Jesus, and cast back to the dry places, pits, and areas you have designated. To be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return of anything sent to this place. Father, we want to be right before you. We let go of all offense in the name of Jesus Christ as an act of our will. We loose it right now from our soul. In Jesus' name, Lord. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are most certainly the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. Without your breath of life in us, Father, we don't have life. Every breath we take is because of you. Let the word of God says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And we praise you this day, Father God. We give you all the honor and glory and praise that is due your precious holy name. In the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Amen and Amen, Amen. Praise the Lord. I felt that. So praise the Lord that the presence of the Lord is moving because we're going to get into some heavy topics, today. deep stuff, meat. Where it, this is this is a an urgent prophetic warning it is also a a connect the dots a prophetic word that is a connect the dots for what is going on right now before we get into that i want to show you two just wonderful gifts we're so touched with people send these because they don't have to send a thing they don't even have to look in our direction and people are just so kind enough to send them and so i want to thank ellen this is going on my shelf back here there are some things that get sent and i just go you know what i'm going to put this on my shelf Tell me that is not adorable. The sheep and the little lamb. I just absolutely love this. So I'm going to find a place for this on my shelf back here because I absolutely love this. And then this is amazing. This is from Kathy Wise. Now I'm going to give you, she's so talented. I'm going to give you her information. So she is Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, Wise, dot com. She does, she's a wood mural artist. And she designed this for us and sent it. What talent she, Kathy, you're a very talented woman. And so I'm going to actually put this on the back of my door. So this is actually going to go up on the back of my door. It is so beautiful and it is so amazing. Once again, it is Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, WISE, com. She does a lot of woodworking, mural art. So Kathy, thank you so much for this. This is absolutely beautiful and i love it cyrus tried to grab it this morning thinking it was a giant bone he actually grabbed the end of it and he tried to pull it off my desk and i caught it just in time so it is safe kathy don't worry it is safe from the jaws of cyrus for now okay so let me get my notes up because oh boy people we got some stuff to go into okay so we're gonna start i'm gonna play the clip uh, from April 19th, 2023, of me talking about Tucker Carlson. And then I'm going to get into the entire dream about Tucker Carlson. And then I had a dream about Glenn Beck that I have not yet spoken about. And we're going to get into that also and go from there. So let's play that clip, please. A few weeks ago, the Lord gave me a very vivid dream. And it was about Tucker Carlson. And I would just encourage everybody to pray for that man right now because there has been an assignment from the pit of hell that has gone out against him involving a seducing spirit. That's all I'm going to say. But pray for him right now that this gets dismantled and destroyed and exposed before it accomplishes the fullness of what it really wants to do to him. So that's that's what I'll say.
1: Well, why don't we stop and pray right now?
0: Okay, would you like to lead us, Mr. Steve? Yeah, of course. Okay.
1: Father, we believe in the power of agreement. We believe in the power of prayer. And Lord, yeah. you have supernaturally revealed this to your daughter, Amanda. And so, Lord, we just pray that this assignment against Tucker Carlson Will be broken in the name of Jesus, Lord. You, yes, Lord. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And we know through the power of the Holy Spirit that we can take authority over the enemy. And Tucker's not the only one under attack. Satan comes right. to steal, kill, and destroy. But Lord, we know that you come to give life and to give it more abundantly. And Lord, thank you for revealing this. To- To um, Amanda. And Lord, I just pray that the people who are watching will be not only praying with us right now, but that you'll put it in our hearts to pray for uh, Tucker Carlson. You know, does he have people in his life interceding for him? We don't know, but Lord, we can intercede for him from afar. And so we just lift up his name before your throne of grace and believe, Lord. Lord, that something is broken right this second. In, in the Jesus name, yes. because Lord of Lord, this you, prayer Lord. of agreement, in Jesus yes, name, Lord. in Jesus
0: name, oh, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. That yes. was that was great. I felt that. Okay, so that was April nineteenth. It was April twenty fourth that it was announced he was ousted from Fox News. Now I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell you the dream in full now because I, I was very careful what to release. Uh, I just felt it in my spirit, a caution of what to release at that point. And now I am able to talk about the entire dream. This dream happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. When I went there, it was March 22nd to March 27th, 2023. I went there to do the loud mouth prayer event and reverse Davos at Clay Clark's headquarters. And so this was the dream. There was a building with a large gathering of people in it. The lights were darkened. So it was a little dark in there. Thousands of people were there in the seats. There was a stage. Now there was light shining on the stage. Marty from Loudmouth prayer was actually praying on stage, I believe for the nation. So uh, that is something I've never spoken about before, but he's praying for the nation. And the Lord is having me just watch and move around and observe. There's an area kind of off stage. And now Tucker Carlson enters. White shirt, darker blazer, and jeans. He looked upset. He looked perplexed. Um, he just he, he, he just looked like something had happened. He went to approach a small group of individuals that were more towards the corner and left of me and shadowed, so I could not see who they were. So I wasn't allowed to see who these individuals were he was approaching. Tucker then turns his back to me and stretches like this, he stretches, which lifts up his shirt and jacket. He had a very large mermaid tattooed and wrapped around the entire trunk of his body. At that point, I'm taken backstage where there are quite a bit of people and the lights were much brighter. Then entering backstage to my right was Greta Van Sustern, who I think is on Newsmax, And she quietly slipped in and observed and just stood there. After seeing her, I woke up. Now, many times mermaids signify seducing spirits. They signify going back to the Philistines with Dagon, which we're going to get into half man, half fish, and they come as seducing spirits. So in the dream that was trying to wrap around him and take him down basically is what was going on. There was a battle ensuing in the spiritual realm to attempt to wrap around him, which is what they do. They allure and then they try to wrap around that individual and then they try to take them down. So there was an assignment that had gone forth from the kingdom of darkness to to attempt to take him down because I think he was waking up to the fact more and more that this is a spiritual war and he was waking up more and the Lord was beginning to wake him up to deeper spiritual things uh, 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 in national matters, we'll say. And because he was speaking a lot of truth, one thing they hate seducing spirits is when you speak truth. And so this dream was had a month before this happened with Fox News and they're ousting him. And so I just wanted to get into the whole dream because we still have that part with Greta Van Sustern and we're going to see how that comes into play. Now we have the headlines. So I had warned there was an assignment sent, there was a seducing spirit that was out to destroy him. And we're going to show the headlines now that have recently come out in the past few days. Okay, so this is from Newsmax. Megan Kelly slams destruction campaign against Tucker Carlson. That's one of them. We actually have another one also that will show. Failed attempt to destroy Tucker. And then she goes into the Supreme Court as well, which I find interesting. So this is what was said on the 19th of April when I first uttered, because I had been sitting on this now for three weeks when I first uttered about this assignment to destroy him through these seducing spirits. So all glory be to God for accuracy. And we're gonna see how this portion with Greta Van Sustern, cause I think she kind of represents Newsmax. We're gonna see how that plays out. I'm going to also go back to a brief excerpt of a word from October 31st, 2020. So this is two and a half years ago. I delivered a word from the Lord and this is what it says. There is a fox in the hen house. There is a fox in the hen house. And this fox is marked and shall be exposed for what they are, preying on what is innocent, attempting to steal and fatten themselves off of what was not theirs to take. So I find that interesting, given the events that are happening now, that this word ties in to that with Fox News. So just keep that in mind going forward. Now, let's get into the dream about Glenn Beck, which happened uh, the week of April 24th, 2023. So the week that this happens with Tucker Carlson, I have a dream about Glenn Beck. Now, That was the first time I'd ever dreamt about Tucker Carlson. This is the first time I've ever dreamt about Glenn Beck. I think, you know, I think Glenn Beck is so insightful. He loves to play Connect the Dots, which is the game I love to play too. Connect the Dots is very insightful. And so pray for Glenn Beck right now. Really, because there are people that are targeted and marked right now by these seducing spirits because they're A, beginning to go deeper with the Lord in an area they never wanted them to. And B, because they're speaking truth. So this dream was the week of April 24th, 2023. And here was the dream. The room was darker. It was black and red. Glenn Beck walks in with an African-American woman. She almost looked like Jamaican, almost very pretty woman that we just walked in with him. He greets someone to my left who is a figure that I really can't see. Then it cuts, and there is another room, and there's two chairs. And then there's a figure to my left who is in the room, and I can't really see this figure, but they're there. This woman sits down across from me who was with Glenn Beck, wearing a sleeveless, ruffled, black dress. I am dressed in this kind of bright white and floral dress i sat across from her and i said to her to just i think try to begin the conversation i like your dress she said thank you it's couture now this is important because this dream happened before the met gala because I think things were planned at the Met Gala. I think meetings happened at the Met Gala about how they were going to destroy certain people that are speaking truth. So just keep that in mind. She said, it's Couture. Okay. I then said to her, I see, this is important. I see you are here with Glenn Beck. At that, she became hostile and upset. And said, you had to bring that up, didn't you? She got mad at me. She got mad at me for seeing that she was with him. I pointed my hand towards her like this. So I point my hand towards her like this and I go, then what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And at that, the dream ended. She never answered and the dream ended. I think this is a... Similar dream in a different context to the Tucker Carlson dream. So I also think this represents a seducing spirit that is trying to get near him. Now we're going to go into what seducing spirits are because they don't always have to do with a sexual nature, although they do sometimes, but that's not always the case. So pray for Glenn Beck right now with this, because there are people that are marked and it's it's an hour where they are doing and coming out in a full court press blitz, whatever you want to call it. So just pray for him right now okay and we'll we're going to revisit this as we see things happen but just pray for him right now because i believe there's an assignment that's gone out against him too because he's seeing certain things they don't want him to see especially in the arena of artificial intelligence because one thing about this and we'll get into how technologically advanced this part of the spiritual realm is but he's seeing a lot of things And connecting a lot of things that they don't want out there and connected. So just pray for him right now. Okay. Now, I'm going to go back to June 5th, 2020 for a moment. Because this all connects. So this is almost three years ago now. And what happens is, I had just awoken to have my time with the Lord and start my day with him. And when I sat up in bed, I was awake, but my eyes were closed. And I saw arise in the realm of the spirit, two serpents who were facing each other. Suddenly out of the two, a multitude arose, all intertwined together in this tangled, intertwined cloud-like formation. Then appeared from within this intertwined formation, a face. The face came forth into the center. It was an incredibly wicked face. Suddenly it began to move. The face with the serpents all around it. However, they were all connected to this face or entity. So many serpents, one head. I am not sure it, it, it when it began to move, I'm not sure it knew initially that I had spotted it. But I believe this in itself was prophetic in nature because it was on the move. I ask the Lord in Jesus' name to loose and release his holy warring angels and hosts of heaven of all rankings and divisions to confuse, block, scramble, abort, destroy, dismantle, and disable every plot, scheme, contract, assignment, attempt, counteroffensive, communication, weaponry, blueprint attack, and strategy of the enemy. And what has been released in this hour. After the Lord allowed me to see this, I went into the reading word, reading the word and praise and worship. So you have one head and many many snakes coming out of one head so the one head is giving all the snakes their marching orders what is this these are seducing spirits um there is a a entity that represents this um that is female in nature um and you can look it up but it was in clash of the titans I think that's going to come back around that phrase clash of the Titans. That is about to come back around into play again, because some things are coming full circle here. And so I had wrote at the time, this has to not only do with riots, but the political plots and seducing the people of God to come into agreement with these vortexes of destruction. The enemy has released seducing. So back then, almost three years ago, I'm using that seducing, seducing spirits, seducing the people of God. Now, to seduce doesn't always mean it has to do with a, with a you know, sort of, uh, you know, illicit nature. It means alluring to put in bondage and destroy. That's what seduce means. So people can be seduced by alcohol. People can be seduced by money people can be subduced by drugs, people can be... So it doesn't have to always do with this illicit nature that we see in Hollywood films, although that does happen and that that is present and that is there. We see it with... I. This is a part two of what I did with Samson and Delilah when I started talking and warning about this and I connected it to Samson and Delilah. That had an illicit nature to it. So that does happen also, but it is not totally subject to that when talking about seducing spirits. Galatians three, uh, verse one says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you. That's what they want to do. They want to bewitch you. They want to allure you, bewitch you, deceive you, put you in bondage and destroy you. Now I'm going to give you a, from the word of God, a, a mental picture here in a way. So Acts chapter 28, verses three through six. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they began to say to one another, undoubtedly this man is a murderer and though he has been saved from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live because remember their ship crashed. And they ended up on this island with the natives. However, he shook the creature off into the fire. He shook it off. He didn't keep it on. He shook it off into the fire and suffered no harm. But they were expecting that he was able to, uh, uh, that he was about to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had waited a long time, And had seen nothing unusual happen to him. They changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. Remember, you're dealing with island natives. So they see something like this happen. They probably are a little uh, polytheistic in nature. And so they automatically thought Paul was a god because he survived this viper attack because he had the protection and anointing of God on him. But when it went to fasten to him... He didn't leave it there. He didn't entertain it. He didn't wrestle with it, even. He shook it off into the fire and destroyed it. So, this is a good mental picture of what the people of God need to do in this hour as we continue in this. And so, remember, that is Acts 28, verses 3 through 6. Now, let's get back into this seducing spirits because I have a lot of notes here. Seducing spirits. We have seen more and more are on the rise. The image is being portrayed all over now. It is being flooded in the media, on TV, in commercials, images everywhere. This is a full-on blitz. It is the rise of the Dagon faction. Dagon, the chief false god of the Philistines, half man, half fish, mermaid, if you will. Part of the Marine Kingdom in the Kingdom of Darkness, there is the powers of the Air Division and the Marine Kingdom Division. Creatures that are highly advanced technologically in the Marine Kingdom. They are highly technologically advanced also in warfare. Many who have seen them, who have been delivered from them, have described them even as being covered. And I mean covered in tattoos to identify who they serve which i find that very interesting now we're going to get into some images in a minute here but ephesians six twelve says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the powers against the world forces of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places who are giving the orders to the world forces of this darkness who are giving the orders to the powers who are giving the orders to the rulers of the principalities these seducing spirits like i said they are not just of an illicit nature although it can be Uh, they allure to destroy they allure to encompass to constrict and to ultimately take that person down after they are done using them for their means they want willing human hosts to do their bidding the push into the earthly realm, their agendas. So they want these willing hosts because what they plot in the realm of the spirit, they then have to push into the earthly realm. And they do this through willing human hosts. Let's go to Disney for a minute. The Little Mermaid is an example. They are in fact suddenly resurrecting it in this hour. We actually have an image of it. They are resurrecting the Little Mermaid Get tickets now for Disney's The Little Mermaid and see it only in theaters May 26. Be part of her world in Disney's The Little Mermaid. So suddenly in this hour, this is being resurrected. In the original Little Mermaid, and we might be able to find an image of this, but if you look at Ariel's father, so if you look at Ariel's father, and I'm not sure, we'll see if we can find an image of this or not, but when the original Disney's The Little Mermaid came out and it was a cartoon why because Satan comes as an angel of light oh this is a fun little cartoon here well Ariel's father if you can have an image of Dagon brought to life that's it so there he is thank you very much so that if ever is there an image of dagon that has been taken and put on the screen to try to um to try to feed it to the masses that is it right there which basically is showing the Marine Kingdom. They're showing the Marine Kingdom in a very deceptive way that, oh, look how fun this is. This is a family-friendly film, when really it's not. It's highly destructive at its core. That entire movie is about these creatures, half man, half fish, wanting interactions with humans and alluring them. You know who else likes to do this? Starbucks. Where do you think... The logo for Starbucks ended up coming from, it came from this, half man, half fish. There it is right there. I'm sorry for the one on the top left, but that was the original logo (laughs) of Starbucks. That was the original one though. There it is, seducing right there. You know what I mean? It shows you really blatant. The seductive nature of how it started. Half man, half fish, Dagon faction, Marine kingdom. I'll tell you too, I was a little stunned the other night because, you know, Chris is watching the Mets, which is nothing new because my husband is an enormous New York Mets fan. He loves Brandon Nimmo and uh, he thinks Brandon, apparently uh, Brandon Nimmo has uh, many times professed his faith uh, in the Lord and so he just he loves to watch them and so as a team and so he's got them on sny right and a commercial comes on and i actually paused it because i just i just yelled out loud in my typical italian fashion because this commercial was for poise feminine pads which has to do with women's cycles right which has to do with blood And this is how the commercial ends. And we have the image of it because I snapped a picture with a woman on the ground as a mermaid. Now, you tell me nothing's going on here Uh, in in the realm of the spirit that's being pushed into the natural. This is how the poise commercial ends with a woman on the floor in the middle of a crowd of people as a mermaid i'm showing you these things to show you exactly how this is all congregating at once in this hour now the next one we're going to go to let's take a look at avatar the way of water isn't that an interesting title if you've ever need an image of how these creatures look in the realm of the spirit and the marine kingdom this is as close as you are going to get to see. You know why? Because a willing host and a willing host of a producer was given these images in their minds, but they weren't just images. This is how these creatures look in the realm of the spirit. Now, I'm going to read to you. There's a website called Plugged In. It actually gives you the entire description of everything that's in a movie. Violence, other content, illicit content, the whole deal. So it's called Plugged In, and I'm going to read you excerpts from the description of this movie. And this is how it begins. Pandora is a nice place to visit. Pandora. This is how the the description begins. I kid you not, this is the first sentence. The name of the place, Pandora, comes from... Greek mythology with Pandora's box, meaning to do or start something that will cause many unforeseen problems. So it's a nice place to visit, Pandora, a place of complete unforeseen problems, and that's going to start a lot of issues in your life. So this is basically what they're, they're opening up Pandora's box in the realm of the spirit in people's lives who are watching this. I'm just telling you that right now. Let's go on. It says, humankind, humankind should have learned that lesson back in the first Avatar movie. With our own planet nearly exhausted and humans greedy for the Pandora-based metal of unobitanium, we homo sapiens set up shop on Pandora and quickly discovered the planet didn't want us there. Of course not, because why? People are created in the image of God. These creatures hate us. They hate us simply because we're created in the image of God. Lots of people died. Most of the rest were expelled. Well, isn't that interesting that they released this after this whole COVID thing? Lots of people died. Well, isn't that interesting? Okay, let's go on. Most of the rest were expelled. A few scientists remained. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like the remake of what happened in Nazi Germany after Nuremberg. Like this is exactly almost what this sounds like. As long as they promise to be very, very nice. And a couple of them actually kind of transferred souls. Telling their human bodies goodbye and becoming one of the blue 10 foot tall Navi. Now. Let's get into this name because that's the name of these blue marine creatures. They are the Na'vi. Doesn't Na'vi sound close to Nazi? Doesn't that just sound a little too close for comfort? In fact, if you turn the Z on its side, you could get a V. Let's put it that way. So if you turn Nazi, the Z on its side, you could get a V navi is also a hindu name for a female for a female and navi meaning new um navi also having to do with the fact that hinduism worships millions of demon gods millions of demon false gods let's go on sully is the man's name. Sully was one of the folks who decided <clears throat> that being Navi was preferable to being human, and that a life in Pandora was just too good to pass up. He's got a wife now. The fierce loving Natiri and a minivan's <coughs> a minivan's worth of kids, excuse me. He's also been leading a guerrilla war against humankind's latest efforts at exploitation. Oh, they're so misunderstood, these secrets. Oh, the Marine Kingdom is just so misunderstood. They're just trying to save their planet. Oh my goodness. Okay. I think you know what it is. Everything is blooming outside and my body is just like, whoa, all at once. Okay. So let's go back to Natiri because Natiri is Sully's wife in this. Natiri means, it's also a Hindu name, goddess of war. In Sanskrit, it's the word for eye, like an all seeing eye, and also means goddess of nature. How convenient. Who better to lead the charge against pesky Jake, who's Sully, than his one time boss, Colonel Miles? quartic okay so technically the colonel died in the last movie but before quartic was killed he saved his brain on a thumb drive doesn't this sound familiar he saves his brain on a thumb drive allowing to plug in his own essence into a navi avatar this is the push and the campaign for ai if i have ever seen it in my life all promoting it promoting ai promoting saving your brain promoting going into an alternate world and you know who's doing it the marine kingdom they are the ones pushing all of this into the earthly realm okay let's go on so when jake learns that quartic and his squad of human brained navi are after him and his family He makes the difficult decision to move, to escape to a more watery realm, realm on Pandora. Pandora's culture. Now, this is right from the description. Pandora's culture is deeply spiritual, but it's not at all Christian. No, really? Oh, I thought it was. I thought I thought this was definitely Christian. you got to be kidding me that they even said that. Rather, thank you. Look at this. You tell me where this is coming from. Rather, the planet's inhabitants worship and sometimes pray to Iwa, a sort of an environmentally-based goddess. Um, Think of almost like a mother nature on spiritual steroids. Netiri, for instance, thanks the, quote, great mother when her son avoids a fate that could have been a catastrophe. Well, isn't that nice? Others pray in life-threatening situations Pandora's whole religious system feels pantheistic. Now, what this means, what pantheism is, it's the philosophical religious belief that reality, the universe, and the cosmos are identical to divinity and a supreme being or entities. So that's what pantheism means. And that the physical universe is thus understood as an imminent creator deity, still expanding and creating, uh, which has existed since the beginning of time. So isn't that nice? The term pantheist uh, designates one who holds both that everything constitutes a unity and that this unity is divine. So really what they're saying is, well, everything's a God. Well, which which is really what they want to do in the kingdom of darkness is make you believe that almighty god is not almighty god and that there is so many other gods out there that they can serve it's idolatry it's blatant idolatry okay it goes on everything on the planet is connected to pandora's central spiritual heart simultaneously separate and part of a whole spiritual being the navi literally plug into Pandora's environmental motherboard to connect more closely with its creatures and even experience memories and visions. Well, this is what the occult does. It's the same thing, just rewritten. The movie also hints at some sort of divine or immaculate conception. We hear reference to Sully and his kin as having quote demon blood and the closing song makes reference to sin this is right out of their description okay so this is the timing of this coming out is by no accident the timing of everything you're seeing coming out together is by no accident why because they're an army in the kingdom of darkness and they coordinate They coordinate missions. They coordinate attacks. They coordinate image. Why the eyes are the windows to the soul. They honestly are. What you see, and what you hear, you have to be very careful of because they can lodge in your soul. And your soul has to do with your mind, will, and emotions. So that is where the enemy wants to lodge and set up shop. Now, in the middle of all of this, we have the Met Gala, which is just. So moral in its uh, in its standing, which it's not. It's one of the most hideous things I've ever seen. So you have the Met Gala. Now, I'm going to show you this quickly because my stomach turned. But little Nas X, who is so lost and in bondage to the Kingdom of Darkness, it's not even funny, And and this faction of the Kingdom of Darkness, shows up looking like one of these creatures. And we're going to show the image. He shows up. There he is, looking like... One of these creatures. Do not tell me they are not doing a full court press in this hour because they are. Now, I'm going to tell you something very interesting about this. I have seen these demons with silver skin before. I've actually seen them in visions. They have silver skin. Sometimes they have white hair. The one I saw had fiery eyes. It had a black cloak and a staff. So they do exist. These silvery skinned demonic, disgusting entities, they do exist in the realm of the spirit. Now, you need to pray for him because his soul is so far gone, it's not even funny. I mean, he he needs to be delivered and set free, you know, like yesterday. So anyway, moving on. First Samuel chapter five, we're gonna bring this back to the word with Dagon now. This is what it says. First, cha- First Samuel chapter five. Now the Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. Then the Philistines, because they had captured the Ark of God in battle. So basically, Israel was not in right standing with God. They go and get the Ark thinking that's going to make them win the battle. The Philistines end up capturing the Ark of God, which was a no-no in the eyes of God, but they capture it. So then the Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it to the house of Dagon. And said it by Dagon, when the ashtadites arose early the next morning, behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before the Ark of the Lord. Now, here, I'm going to take this to show you. I have a replica of the Ark of the Covenant. This is what they took. This is what they placed before that filthy hybrid, Dagon. In in the temple where the Philistines were, and within this ark there were some items. There was the Ten Commandments of Moses. There was a bowl of manna, and there was the the um the branch, the olive branch that had budded, the the blossoms that had budded to show that Aaron was indeed his line would be the line of the priests. So that's what was in there. So this is what they have, and I'll put it right here and that's what's before Dagon and so they found him on his face to the ground before the ark of the lord you know why because the lord threw him on his face the lord was not going to have his presence put in that temple and Dagon not bow the word of god says every knee shall bow and every tongue confess so this is what's happening here so they took Dagon and set so they took Dagon and they sent him back in his place again but when they arose early the next morning because they hadn't learned their lesson yet Behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before the Ark of the Lord, and the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off on the threshold. Only the trunk of Dagon was left to him. Therefore, neither the priests of Dagon nor all who enter Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod to this day. So interestingly enough, the head... Of Dagon represents the authority. So what did the Lord do? He cut off the head. He took away the authority. The hands not only represent worship, but what, what do you do with your hands? You work with your hands. Interestingly enough, if you want to connect this to what happened with Jezebel, one of the only things left was the palms of her hands. One of the only things left after she was thrown down by the enix and trampled on by jehu and then the dogs got to her which was prophesied by elijah was the palm of her hands so this is following suit in what the lord does dealing with these hosts and these entities so now okay so now his hands are off and his head is off okay verse six now the hand of the lord was heavy on the Ashdodites. And he ravaged them and smote them with tumors, both Ashdod and its territories. When the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, the ark of God of Israel must not remain with us for his hand is severe on us and on Dagon, our God. So they sent and gathered all the Lord to the Philistines and said to them, what shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they said, let the ark of God of Israel be brought around to Gath. And they brought the ark of God of Israel around. After they had brought it around, the hand of the Lord was against the city with very great confusion. And he smote the men of the city, both young and old. So that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the Ark of God to Ekron. And as the Ark of God came to Ekron, the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought the Ark of God of Israel around to us to kill us and our people. So they know God is greater than Dagon. It is now becoming apparent that the God they serve cannot overcome Almighty God. They sent, therefore, and they still didn't learn their lesson. They still did not forsake Dagon, by the way, and serve Almighty God. They still didn't learn their lesson. They sent, therefore, and gathered all the lords of the Philistines and said, send away the ark of God of Israel and let it return to its own place so that it will not kill us and our people. For there was a deadly confusion throughout the city. The hand of God was very heavy there, and the men who did not die were smitten with tumors, and the cry of the city went up to heaven then let us take a look at the uh, okay so so that before we move on when they tried to take the covenant of god and put it before this half man half fish false god hybrid that was part of a faction of the kingdom of darkness what happened? The power of God resting on the Ark of the Covenant was so strong that it threw Dagon on his face. It brought judgment on Dagon in the realm of the spirit. It brought judgment on the people who served him. You know why? Because you had God's covenant and God wants his covenant back. They are trying to make a full court court press to completely steal and take the covenant of this nation you think the nashville shooting was any accident in the middle of all of this the name of that school was covenant the covenant is under attack they use somebody the kingdom of darkness that was what That wanted to be a hybrid, that wanted to be part man and part woman. They used somebody that was completely confused in nature and under the control of seducing spirits. Make no mistake, that individual was under the complete control, influence of seducing spirits. And seducing spirits, when they hunt, And they do hunt they do look for prey they are hunters by nature they are out for blood and so what happens is they've made this full court press in this hour with all of these things happening at once but they're all connected so now we're going to move to take a look at the golden statue atop the new york city courthouse This Ishtar-looking statue that has squid tentacles for feet. Looks like squid tentacles. There it is. You can see it. Looks like she's got tentacles for feet and arms. Once again, seducing spirits. Lawlessness. They are diligent in destroying morality and the order Almighty God created. They want to silence those who speak truth and can see what they are and who they are and which arenas they are moving in. This is by no accident that all of these things are going bam, 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 one after the other. It is all connected because they are coming out in such force now to try to literally do a blitz coming from the realm of the spirit into the natural, that the people of God have to be in prayer, in prayer, in the word, using the authority of the believer, fasting. I mean, this is a time where we are to armor up, stand up, anchor in the word of God, and we are to resist the enemy and he shall flee from you. This is where we have to be soldiers in the army of the living God. This is a spiritual war before it is a physical war. And those that know this have an advantage because we are able to fight in the realm of the spirit using the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down and destruction of strongholds they are trying to set up strongholds all over the nation is what they are trying to do and they are trying to tear down and destroy those that are speaking truth this is why every day psalm 91 every day right now that is your contract every day speaking it speaking the word god is my shield my glory and the lifter of my head My shield, my protection, because this is a time where they are going to try to cause such chaos because some of their biggest hosts that they have been using are going to get torn down in the process. So in the process of them trying to take people down, speaking truth, launching assignments against them, coming after them, some of their biggest hosts and trophies that they have been using are going to come down. Now, including in the church, these spirits have gotten into a faction of the church. Make no mistake about it. You can see it in the church performances. You can see it in the music at times. You can see it in the sermons. You can see it in the buildings. You can see you can see it. They have gotten in there and they have way too much influence at the pulpit way too much they have influenced not shepherds but showmen to take the pulpit that have no idea what true shepherding should be showmen that are about not only the show and putting on a show but about disarming the people of god they want you want to talk about disarming people with the you know from the second amendment they're trying to disarm you in the realm of the spirit. They are trying to literally take away all your weapons and make sure you don't know how to use them. So the power of God cannot truly hit these, hit these churches and these congregations and really move. And so July 7th, 2020, I gave a word from the Lord, and I'm going to read to you an excerpt from it. It says. I am sweeping through and sweeping out the lukewarm churches deadening the spirit draining the power that should be flowing through my people having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof this is going to be subjugated which means to unyoke or uncouple or to free i the lord god am dividing the wheat from the tares i am doing this in all areas of life however that's capitalized judgment begins in the house of god There are many shepherds leading a flock of spiritually dead sheep. When this is a time I need my people spiritually fit, healthy and tuned in, discerning what the spirit has to say. The wayward shepherds must step down for they have led the sheep on a road of perdition, which means destruction and lackadaisical actions and thinking. Those sheep have been completely undisciplined in their walks, and have no reverence for who I, the Lord, truly am. The great I am, that's capitalized. I, the Lord am losing, I the Lord, am loosing the Holy Spirit to clean my house. For my house must come into order, says the Lord God Jehovah. What will not, that's capitalized, come into order will break will crumble, will fall, says the Lord, for the pulpit itself has become an idol. The shepherds have been elevated to a celebrity-like status, says the Lord, and they play the role. They have played a role instead of shepherding my people. For some, it has become a Simon the Sorcerer-like performance where it is not my power, that's capitalized, that moves, but a falsified, fabricated power that the enemy has injected into the vein." of these churches. That was July 7th, 2020. We are, we are seeing this happen now more and more. This was, I believe, also way before um, what happened with Hillsong. I think this was before even Hillsong. I'll double check that when this word went out. But you have shepherds confusing the sheep. Confused. I've even heard shepherds say, "Well, I wish God was more clear on cha- transgenderism. More clear. Go read His Word. You don't want to read it, and you don't want to see what's going on there with that agenda. You don't want to see it. There's a difference. And so, the Lord wants those people saved. He does. You know, it's His will that none perish. But God." is clear and if you don't understand this which is our manual you can consult the owner and the owner will give you clarification on what is in the manual and that's the beauty of having a relationship with almighty god through jesus christ now isaiah 22. now this is interesting because we're going to get into Some very interesting scripture here that has to do with this and has to do with what we see going on right now with leadership, what we see going on um, in the arena of of, um, upcoming elections, what we see going on in the church. So I'm going to read to you some of this, which I find really interesting. A lot of it is from Isaiah. Isaiah 22 17 through 18 listen carefully the lord is about to hurl you away violently oh man and he is about to grasp you firmly and roll you up tightly like a ball i will tell you we are on the cusp of this with hunter biden now it was november 2019 where i gave the word of the lord the hunter shall become the hunted the hunter shall become the hunted that word is coming full circle now October 6, 2020, I gave the Clash of the Titans word. That is going to come full circle also. So watch for that because that is on the the brink of completely busting wide open. That dam that they have been building to try to keep that in is about to burst. So keep an eye for that. Now, Isaiah 44, 25 through 28. This is what it says frustrating the signs and confounding the omens of boasters making fools out of fortune tellers counteracting the wise and making their knowledge ridiculous confirming the word of his servant and carrying out the plan of his messengers it is i who says to the deep be dried up and i will make your rivers dry it is i who says of cyrus he is my shepherd and he will carry out all that i desire Saying of Jerusalem, she shall again be built, and of the temple, your foundation shall again be laid. So I find this interesting right now because if ever we had omens of boasters and false prophets in the media, and those that are in a way putting out horoscopes, making fools out of fortune tellers, counteracting the wise, those who are wise in their own eyes, making their knowledge look ridiculous. We see a lot of this going on now, but I find it interesting in verse 28 is when the Lord mentioned Cyrus. Now, Isaiah 45, I know was crucial to the uh, the 2016 election. And so I think there's a little more to Isaiah 45, and I'm going to read just some excerpts to you here. Isaiah 45, one through two and 11 through 13. This is what the Lord says to his anointest, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him. And I will ungird the loins of kings to open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. Now that's interesting to me because that almost looks like what happened um, with some of 2016 to 2020. And then it goes on. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will shatter the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. That verse is what we see happening now. Why? I was prompted, I had the unction to go take a good look at the picture of the front of the Manhattan criminal court where Trump was indicted. And I know we have a picture of this and I'm going to show you. Look at that. I will go before you and level the mountains. Okay, first of all, this is like a skyscraper. I will shatter the doors of bronze. Well, gee, look at kind of what color the doors to the Manhattan Criminal Court are. They're kind of a bronzish color. And cut through the bars of iron. Now, bars of iron, what does that have to do with? Well, that has to do with what? Jail. So I will shatter the doors of bronze, I will cut through the bars of iron. Who are those trying to instill these bars of iron? Well, the corrupt that have been put in the judicial system. So I think that, which is verse two, is something we're seeing in process happening right now. Now, for this to fully happen, um, leaders have to come into cooperation with almighty God, humble themselves and surrender. So I will say that disclaimer to this. Um, Isaiah 45, 11, for the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and its maker says this, ask me about the things to come concerning my sons and give me orders concerning the works of my hands. Why is this interesting? This verse, when I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, March 22nd through 27th, I told you, I not only had the dream about Tucker Carlson. The Lord woke me up near midnight and I flew up in bed and I wrote down Trump was the 45th president. He's running to be the 47th. Four plus five is nine. Four plus seven is eleven. Nine eleven, right? Okay. Isaiah forty five eleven. Four plus five is nine. Nine eleven ask me about the things to come concerning my sons so i just find this just very interesting and just something to make a mental note about now isaiah 45 12-13 i made the earth and created man upon it my hand stretched out the heavens and i command all their hosts i have stirred up cyrus and put him into action in righteousness now i think this part is possibly yet to come Okay, so I think this is the part, the first part of Isaiah 45 that I read, I think happened. This part is to come and I will make all his ways smooth. He will build my city and let my exiles go without any payment or reward, says the Lord of hosts. Just make a note of this. That's all I'm saying right now. Just make a note of this. Now. Isaiah 46 is something we see happening right now also. Verses one through two. Bell has bowed down. Nebo stoops over. Their idols are on the beasts of burden. You know what a beast of burden is? It's a donkey or a mule. Their idols are being carried by the donkeys, the beast of burden, and on the cattle. Your burdens of idols are loaded on them party of the donkey has all the idols loaded on them although the elephants are helping carrying them also burdens on the weary animals you know why because the legs of their party are about to buckle the legs of their party have been loaded down with so much idols and scandal and defiance and rebellion against almighty god and saying well the bricks have fallen but we will rebuild with hewn stone we're just going to build back better Build Back Better has been loaded on these beasts of burden along with these idols, and the legs are about to buckle. They stooped over. They have bowed down together. They could not rescue the burden of their own idols. I put in parentheses, they could not save, capitalize, what they were carrying, but have themselves gone into captivity what charges are looking at coming down right now? Those against Hunter Biden and even his father, Joe Biden. They are looking now at charges, but they have themselves have gone into captivity. Isn't that interesting? Now, I'm going to go into one more thing here because we're we're past the... Uh, the hour mark here but Isaiah 46 verse 10 and 11 through 13 declaring the end and the result from the beginning and from ancient times the things which have not yet been done saying my purpose will be established and I will do all that pleases me and fulfills my purpose calling a bird of prey from the east what is a bird of prey well an eagle is a bird of prey What is in the East right now? What's on the East Coast? Well, you've got Washington, D.C. You've got New York right now, which all of this is happening in New York City. From a far country, the man Cyrus of my purpose. Truly, I have spoken. Truly, I will bring it to pass. I have planned it. Be assured, I will do it. Listen to me, you stiff-necked people, you who are far from righteousness. I bring near my righteousness, it is not far away, and my salvation will not delay. Now, one more interesting thing I'm going to talk about. Media in the Bible, M-E-D-I-A, or the Medes, Darius the king that Daniel served was a Mede. The Mede, or the media. Okay, was defeated interestingly enough, and fell to Cyrus. Media fell to Cyrus. This is in history. So you've got the media right now. Remember that what I told you at the beginning, that image of the head with all the snakes? Well, the snakes are all the ones that talk. We're all the deceiving serpents, right? One head. That's giving commands to all these serpents, right? The media is part of that. Interestingly enough, in history, it was Cyrus the Great that defeated media, that defeated the Medes. So just keep that in mind as well um, as we go forth in this because seducing spirits love to talk. They love To send out into the airwaves their coiling confusions, doctrines of devils, false information, lies, destroying the reputation. That's one thing they love to do. They love to try to destroy and dismantle somebody's reputation. This is why the difference between Samson and Paul, and I'm going to end with this when the seducing spirits through Delilah worked on Samson to destroy him. It's because Samson, we have to understand, was strong physically because of the Lord. He was weak spiritually, very weak spiritually. And when Samson wearied because he wasn't anchored spiritually, he gave in. And that was to his destruction. Paul, in Acts 16, was followed by that girl who made much money for her masters, right? Operating in familiar spirits, saying, these are the servants of the Most High God, right? Now, right words, wrong breath. Kim Clement used to say that. The words may be right, but the breath may be wrong. Right words, wrong breath. Seducing spirit, looking to weary Paul till he gave in. But in Acts 16, it says, when Paul wearied, Paul was anchored, Samson wasn't he turned around, he rebuked the spirit and commanded it to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. And it did. And it caused an uproar in the city because she couldn't make any money for her masters anymore. Paul basically bankrupted them in a day is what happened. He bankrupted uh, an entire entity at that time in a day by doing that. Cause Paul was anchored in the word. He was anchored in the Lord. And when he wearied, He knew to turn and rebuke it and cast it out. When Samson wearied, he gave in and gave that spirit through its host the information it wanted to destroy it. Remember those two images in your mind going forward. You are going to need it. The leaders of this nation need to get those two images straight in their mind. They need to get them straight. And they need to act as Paul acted not as Samson acted because these seducing spirits are literally circling and encompassing and blitzing and constricting and closing in and doing this all at once. And so we really need to pray right now. We need to watch and pray and be vigilant about this. Be sober-minded and vigilant for the enemy roams about like a lion seeking whom he may devour. So pray about this, test the spirit be anchored in the word during this time be quick to rebuke it be quick when the attack tries to come when it tries to come to rebuke it in the name of jesus We have been given the power to trample upon serpents and scorpions against all the power of the enemy. So nothing shall by any means harm us. We have the authority of the believer. The power that raised Christ from the dead dwells within us. And we need to use it. The last thing they want is for us to use it. We need to use it. We need to utilize it. And we need to activate the word. Jesus activated the word. When he spoke, he activated the word. We need to do the same thing right now. And we need to pray for these people right now. People I spoke about, leaders, we need to pray right now because there is a whole lot of upheaval and cities going into uproars and chaos. I think that is on the horizon, all meant to try to smoke screen you from seeing what's really going on Ask the Lord for eyes to see and ears to hear right now what the spirit has to say, to see through the confusion, the chaos and the noise, what the Lord really wants you to see. So remember that as we go forward. And I think that's where I'm gonna end for tonight. That's a lot to unpack. And we're probably gonna do a part three on this because there's so much here. I got notes I haven't even gotten through yet. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91. And also in the book, The Believer's Authority, there is a uh, scripture, Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3, recited every day. I say it pretty much every day because it is needed right now. The eyes of my understanding being enlightened, that's what we need right now. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant me, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit and the inner man. So th- these are from Ephesians 1 and 3. I would suggest you make them part of uh, of what you speak forth every day. So thank you, everyone. We love you. God bless you. And we'll announce, I'll be back on, I think on, m- I think Monday we're coming back on. So but we'll announce on social media. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace. And I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters if precious metals if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio please go to bh-pm.com that is bh-pm.com Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before, he loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. you want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K to save up to 66 percent or sometimes more off of all my pillow products they are so much more than just pillows they have amazing bathrobes. they have sheets they have slippers they of course have pillows and they even have Dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking for guidance, go to sherwood.tv. Forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband, Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood, because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this, but Chris is finally on board, and we are both patients of this, I have to tell you, they have helped us tremendously. They also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track. So if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh, what they are all about, what products they have, you can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. year round and we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary they also have outdoor ones they actually yield 30 percent more and grow the vegetables three times faster so if you would like to learn more go to com. god bless and i have to tell you something they work It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics. Over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I tried the pain patches and I gave them to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie. And she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked, actually, but she said they worked. So and they worked when I use them. When
1: you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brain waves.
0: Sugar. This one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So, we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out, and wow, he's boom. <laughs> and he got power. I said, No way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what, what did
0: you do to him? <laughs> to <Kobe?" laughs> so, it's good. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America. I have been humbled and honored to be a part of Reawaken America since April 2021 when the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I have to say, I have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of God at reawaken America and seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the Lord we have seen many people uh, get set free healed delivered. Uh we love to pray over people at Reawaken America. Um I have prayed with so many uh amazing people which include Marty Grisham from La Fair Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, uh who also deals in deliverance as well. And it has been Uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people to be able to minister to them for my husband chris to be able to minister as well and uh for for clay and general flynn to allow me to to even speak there to even speak and and speak what the lord has to say people need the word of the lord in this hour that is what they need uh and so reawaken america has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the lord um, and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for but also to get necessary information they need because the word of god says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you um and so it's been an incredible experience for us. We hope to see you at upcoming events uh that are coming up this year. Uh, and we are excited to see you there. God bless everyone. This is one
1: of the greatest movements I've ever seen and been a part of. I literally go to President Trump's rallies, I speak there, I speak on his bus tours. This reawaken tour is literally what it means. It has re